Chris, people actually asked me this week what the hell was going on with this podcast. Who? Um, people that are game with, people at work. Okay, well, we're doing one tonight. I know. Like, what the fuck's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? Well, because, I don't know, like, we haven't been doing it. It's my fault, and it's your fault, and it's everyone's fault. Are you recording this right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, totally shit, recording. this is fucking real. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Oh, yeah, we, I don't know, it's like... We gotta get our shit together, man. Sorta. You got busy, I got busy. I know, so... Appendicitis, I don't know. This is fall, AIDS, like, what happened? <laughs> Wait a minute, you just fucking jumped into this without me being aware, but I, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, okay. no, we gotta get our shit together here. Okay, you ready? God damn it. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna put the the time on here. Ooh, I don't know. Good idea. So we can we can just sort of view how long we're taking. We were doing ones that were less than an hour. So right. I don't know. We got a lot of talks to talk about, though. Sorta, yeah. I did want to mention something funny that happened to me this morning. Yeah, you told me about this. It's hilarious. <laughs> I've been fucking thinking about this all day. It's characters, right? Man, I don't know. This is exactly what happened. Okay, so. It's too bad Gus isn't here tonight. But, I know. Uh, I had a weekend of socializing. So we had friends over on Friday night mm-hmm. and had some drinks. Yes. And then um, we had um, we went to a gala last night. Yep. And this morning we got up and we decided to get like drunk, like, you know, hungover breakfast because we got home at like three o'clock in the morning almost. Greasy breakfast. Yeah. So we went to Broadway, mm-hmm. which is the, the local, local greasy spoon diner near my house. Yeah. And we have proceeded to, proceeded to have this breakfast of, and I'm sorry if my throat sounds really raspy, but. Yeah. You were at a, like in a pretty heavy Italian party last night. Right? It was a hardcore Italian party. Yeah. And uh, I, have, I was yelling a lot. Everybody was dancing. Ah! Dude, it was like a 1993 dance pub. It was crazy. And then no one could hear each other. So I was just yelling and screaming at everybody. So you posted a clip in CNC Music Factory. Yeah, it was with... fucking nuts, man. It was like, it was like an Italian <laughs> wedding. So. <laughs> So anyway, this morning we go to Broadway. We have this like greasy spoon breakfast mm-hmm. on our way home. Or sorry, before we go home, we're leaving. And uh, these fucking two guys walk in. Mm-hmm. And one guy is wearing like uh, a black <laughs> a black turtleneck yeah. with this heavy gold hung chain yeah. and a North Face like Marty McFly, like, you know, no sleeve puffy jacket. Okay, like a like a sweater vest. Almost, yeah, and but. he's and he's got like a hairstyle that is it's it looked like he jumped out of a time machine from fifteen or twenty years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, whoa, you know, just one of those is like. Yeah, so there's that guy, and then his partner. Did he have a ponytail? <laughs> didn't have a ponytail, but he looked like a bouncer from twenty years ago. It was okay. weird, but like, it didn't make any sense. And then the other guy was this was wearing this like. Like a, a shitty Danier leather eight ball jacket, but it didn't have an eight ball in the back. Was it red and no? It's just green? like black, and it was just all like it was all like crusted and like just a fucked up jacket. Yeah. And he had this beard that looked like he'd been growing it for three years, but it, he barely got full facial coverage. Yeah, yeah. Like he's one of those dudes. Yeah. And he had these beady little eyes. He looked like a rat. It was mm-hmm. like weird. And I'm, I'm looking at these guys, and I'm telling my wife, I'm like, these guys look like hitmen. They they look like. <laughs> The bat, the hitman from Fargo. Gross point blank. Yeah. And their car, they had this fucking crazy car. They had this like humongous 
brand new orange Dodge Challenger with like, you know, like when the engine comes out of the hood, yeah, those pieces, right? And a spoiler. So I'm like, these guys are driving a total asshole car. <laughs> they probably have $25,000 in cash in the back of a, you know, in the, in a, in a brown paper bag in the back of this car. Or they probably duffel, just killed somebody. Or a duffel bag. Yeah. One of them is probably going to put the other one in the wood chipper after breakfast. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the whole, <laughs> the whole way, these guys look like hitmen. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even joking. They look like bad hitmen. Yeah. Coming to get a fucking diner breakfast either before or after the homicide. So, so. That, it kind of it kind of makes me want to ask you, mm-hmm. like you know when you see just characters, <laughs> yes. like caricatures of of like right. weird human beings that you see in movies. Yes, like so those guys were hitmen. Yes, what other characters have you seen? Like, oh man, I've seen. There's all like it's like real life real life versions of things we see in movies or television yeah. shows. Right. So when you first described that though, like the, <laughs> the turtleneck dude, yes. I was totally picturing uh, like a Steven Seagal ponytail with that. Like a, like he could have, he could have, he could have been yeah, He, uh, he wouldn't have been out of place if he was beside Steven Seagal circa, you know, <laughs> out for justice, you know, like that guy. So you know? th- that's the other, like Chris and I, <laughs> Kind of love Steven Seagal because he's so. I ridiculous. totally love Steven Seagal. And uh, the other day on YouTube, I was watching clips of Steven Seagal running. Have you have you watched these? No. <laughs> he looks no. he looks a bit like a hummingbird because he'll only move his arms like waist high, right? But he leaves his wrists limp, so it's kind of like. Oh yes, I know. He yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's having a seizure, like a hummingbird yes, or something. Yeah. You know. So there's that. And then, of course, the montage of Steven Seagal breaking limbs, yes. uh, which are amazing. But always good. What it came to after that are there, there's like a ton of videos calling him a liar, like a compulsive liar. I know, I've seen these. And you know who, who called him the liar the most? Was who? Bruce Lee's family, because he talked some shit after Brandon Lee died. Yeah. And then I saw this clip of him in Arsenio talking shit about Jean Claude Van Damme and saying he wasn't a real martial artist. Yeah. He just, that's all he does. He's just like talk shit about people. Well, he's also not liked in Hollywood anymore. Like he's totally like, he's like, he's a character of himself. now. Yeah. He's, he's totally a character. He's a caricature of himself. With, um, with his triangular, perfect triangular hairline. That's yeah. Which he never had a widow's peak that prominent, you know, like <laughs> makes but, no sense. So what's the deal with him being a lawman? Is that true? Yeah. It's he's, he's been a, he's been an actual lawman. For 20 years in like some parish, Bonton, Louisiana, or, yes. or some shit like that. It's like some weird, some weird like southern county in in New Orleans. So people are like laughing at him, saying, well, sort of. So yeah, I started like, I started watching clips of Lawman, and I have to say, man, I was I was laughing pretty heavily at some of them. Oh uh, yeah, and they they don't like him on the show. Did you remember that? Like they were they were like, all right, Steven, just get out of the way. And <laughs> and he was talking in this like ridiculous southern. Like New Orleans drawl. I'm like, the other thing too. Kidding me? Like this is awful. The other thing too is like, you know, whenever you watch movies where they're going into South America to do some (laughs) fucking special forces (laughs) shit with cartels, right? He dressed like that while being a policeman. Did you notice that? Yes. He'd have like a like a camo headband around his neck and yeah, sunglasses. and And you know, here's the thing: is like what I notice about these guys, JCVD, Steven Seagal. I mean, Jeff Speakman got out like <laughs> Jeff Speakman just per- stopped doing the movies. Weapon. He that's did one the, movie. He was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, that's better to burn out than to fade away. Fuck that. Oh, no, wait. It's, yeah, burn out and fade away. Um, no, but, but I, I watched this movie recently with Jean Claude Van Damme. It was on Crave. And I, I started noticing a pattern with these old aging 
martial arts stars. Which is what? Well, they, they get older. So the roles that they take are in these like fucking Russian B-class movies. That yeah. They, yeah. And the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme was, oh God, I have to tell you about this because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. We Die Young. I think it was called We Die Young. And he plays a guy. He doesn't even have any lines in the movie. He's not even speaking in the movie because he's this guy, this former soldier who had a tracheotomy. Like he lost his his voice. Yeah, we die young. This movie is- He has insane. no lines. Let me read the synopsis. A war veteran tries to help a boy and his younger brother when they get mixed up with a vicious, oh wait, a vicious drug lord and his gang. No other notable cast? Uh. There's a, there's a guy named David Castaneda who was in the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Um, um, yeah, so it was weird, man. And you watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. How can you watch the whole thing, man? I'm sorry. Um, well, it was actually pretty. It was it wasn't a bad movie. That's the thing. It's like I, uh, like it was okay. It, it was, was okay. It, it was pretty violent, but it was engrossing enough that like I scrubbed through the thing like in. 25 minutes, like this two hour movie. Oh my God. But it's, it, but Jean-Claude Van Damme gets his fucking ass handed to him in this movie. It's mm-hmm. not like a classic martial arts film. It's like him suffering at the hands of other people. Do you remember, uh, was it called Black Eagle? Where he was credited as the star of this oh, film, yeah, but was, it was really like was the protagonist was, was Shokasugi. Shokasugi, movie. yeah. Cause I think what happened was he hit, it hit it big with Bloodsport. Was it that he, he hit it big with Bloodsport after they had filmed the movie? So then in all future advertisements, it was like starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he's in it for 10 seconds. He's the, or he's the bad guy in it, I think. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's just like, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's one of these things where I just don't, I don't understand why these old guys like, yep. just continue working to the degree that they do because they can't. It, it, it sort of brings to mind something else that I've been thinking about. Like, um, how did you celebrate your last anniversary, Chris? My last anniversary? Yeah. Um, what did we do? Something highbrow, I bet. No, we um, we didn't really do anything crazy. No? You didn't hunt human beings with uh, <sighs> rifles, no? No, we didn't do anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> was that movie Surviving the Game or something? Surviving the Game with anyway. see. That was a shitty movie. Did you just have like a chill night or something? No, we, what do we do? I, I don't quite remember what we did. We, um, we don't really do anything for the anniversaries very much. So I, I asked this because there's a very definite contrast between what I feel that you guys do on your anniversary and what Jody and I do on our anniversary. You know what we did? What on, do you guys do in your anniversary? <laughs> this last one, we went and saw Rambo Last Blood. What? what Dude, was it way, any good? It was pretty good, yeah. What better way to celebrate your love than with... John Rambo, Last Blood. <laughs> yeah. How good was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Like, it, it was ridiculous, but, like, you can't tell me that the other Rambo movies, well, not the first one. The first one was pretty serious. But, like, Rambo 2 and Rambo 3, you know what I mean? Or even 4. Like, this one is, it was definitely, it's a it's a revenge tale, and it was pretty good. It like, was a gory? It was extremely gory, yes. Like, very gory. Extremely very gory, Yes. Like oh, I would say, you know the part in Rambo Four when he gets on that giant machine gun on the back of the jeep and like point blank unloads it on a guy like right. Yeah, that was fucking gory. And it just kind of falls apart like pablat, you know. I and wait before you tell the rest of the story. I was really impressed with the fact that Sly like 
I think he made Rambo that that last Rambo movie for like 150 grand or something. Like that. He yeah, like, yeah. Was, he like hired these college students to do like the the squibs and the blood work, like yeah. post production. Like, yeah. it was visually pretty good for what what I knew. I knew it was a pretty cheap cheap movie. So and this, I'm assuming this didn't disappoint either, right? Well, I mean, it, the critics hated it, and a lot of people hated it. But like Jody and I went in wanting to see him be extremely violent, you know, like right. And it didn't disappoint. Oh my god, it was pretty amazing. Oh my yeah. god, that it's it's so. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Can you give any of it away here right now? Okay. Spoiler alert for Rambo: Last Blood. Come on, come on. So the 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 story is that he lives on a I'm, ranch. I'm genuinely curious. But yeah. yeah, yeah. He he lives on a ranch now, right. and that's how he continues. A ranch where? Uh, Washington? Southern United States somewhere. Because like remember a, the first one, he was in Washington. Yeah. Okay. This is not like that. It's okay. kind of like southwest United right. States. Well, I, you know, like one of the southern states. And it's on the border with Mexico, so maybe Texas. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, it, he lives on this ranch, and that's what keeps him calm and keeps his PTSD down. And he's on drugs, like, to try to control his rage and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, training horses. It was with a woman and uh, her daughter, and he's Uncle John, and he kind of takes care of them. So it turns out that the the girl's uh, father uh, left her, like abandoned her, and went back to Mexico. Okay. So she goes into Mexico to find him, and he basically says, I want nothing to do with you. And she ends up being kidnapped and put in, like, the sex trade. Oh, shit. Human trafficked. Yes. Okay. So he goes in to get her, which doesn't turn out very well. Um, Rambo does. Yeah. What do you mean? What happens? He doesn't kick ass? No, he goes in, but uh, they have like, basically everyone in this area works for this guy that has her. So they kick the shit out of him and and he's like very beat up. And then what's that woman's name? Paz, uh, is it Paz Vega? Oh, um, yes. So she's a reporter. Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, so she's she's IMDb, 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 but she is a reporter trying to take this dude down that has the kid. So she uh, nurses him back to health. He goes in, violently kills like everyone in the building, grabs the girl, but it's too late. Spoiler alert! And she dies. Oh shit! So he goes and decapitates the brother of the guy that's responsible for all that, like. Like, just goes apeshit to try to lure this guy back to the ranch. So the guy brings, like, an entire... Wait, you mean the ranch in the United States? Yes. So, so the, the, he's, bringing, he's bringing all the enemies to him. Yeah, he goes he's back trying to, to lure them in. Don't, doesn't he get beaten up in Mexico? He does, but he recovers with the help of Paz Vega. She points to where this brother is. Paz Vega, oh shit, yeah. Her. He decapitates the brother. Paz Vega's brother? No, the, the bad guy's brother. Okay. And like leaves his head on the highway heading back to the States. Uh, and then lures them back to the United States where he's built like all these tunnels underground, this, this ranch. Whoa. And lures them in there. And then it's basically ultimate violence and gore as he exacts his revenge because at that point he has nothing left he has nothing left to lose he does not care all he wants is revenge and i gotta say man he physically like rips the heart out of the bad guy at the end like actually reaches literally yeah reaches like cuts cuts a giant hole with that knife you know his fucking Mm -hmm. crazy knife cuts a giant hole in the guy's chest and then reaches in and tears his heart out while the guy's alive yeah is that even possible yeah so he, he does that and then he's sort of, you know, 
And then what? He just goes back. Rides to, off into the sunset. He goes back to his ranch life and his pills. No, no, he can't be there anymore because he's fucking. He just gets on a horse and rides off into the sunset. Okay, so he just fucks up all these cartel guys. Man, it's like an entire squad of guys, and he destroys all of them in the most violent way. You know, that sounds like something I want to watch. Yeah. So it's good. It. I it's enjoyed entertaining. It. I enjoyed it. Yes, Jody enjoyed it. Hmm. Happy anniversary to Todd and Jody. <laughs> Let's go see Last Blood. <laughs> Fuck. What's uh, what's another good movie you've seen lately? Um, I would just watched a docu series called the The Devil Next Door, and it's about the hunt or and sorry, the capture of a man in Cleveland, Ohio, for being a Nazi war criminal named uh ivan the terrible and then the movie is that the it, guy that was like the 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 prison guard yeah well he ran one of the the gas chambers and the, so the movie how examines, do you run a gas chamber well he was he he like turned it like on turned the levers and shit yeah so the movie's about them trying to determine whether or not this guy this mm-hmm. ukrainian man who yeah. came to the united states was actually ivan the terrible Okay. So he went to trial in uh, Israel. Like they, they extradited him to Israel. Right. He stood trial. He uh, was sentenced to death. Wow. But then at the appeal, they exonerated him. I don't know what the proper term is. They they let him go. They said, we, we don't think that it's you. Or sorry. They said, we think it's you, but there's reasonable doubt here, so you're free to go. So then he gets back to the States, and they kept going after him because they were convinced that this guy was like a, a – and what did he Horrible. do? Would he work for like Boeing? <laughs> no, do? no, no. He worked for Ford. Wow. So, and then there's parts in the movie where they're talking about how like the the father of the rocket program in the United States was That's a true. Nazi, and like he's so they're like Werner well, van Braun. Like what is a what is a good Nazi versus like they're going after this guy his whole life. Meanwhile, well, it's like yeah. if you were useful to the states. Well, I mean, the, I think I think Nazis like like Werner van Braun was first of all he was super valuable to the Americans because yeah. he, I think they just split the rocket scientists from the, from, from Germany. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Germany was really ahead of its time in, in rocket science. Mm-hmm. Did you like, you remember those V2 missiles? Like they were, uh, yes, yes. And yeah, this, they were this, like lobbing those at London, like five, five, six, seven years before everybody else. So this, yeah. Um, although it isn't world war two makes me think of another movie that I watched recently. Okay. Or was it world war two? It's Overlord. You ever see that oh, one? Oh, I saw that, yeah. What would you think of that one? It was pretty good, actually. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. And that's Kurt Russell's son, eh? Like, Wyatt Russell. Really? Yeah. And, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I, I watched that one. Um, and I watched the rest of Disenchantment on Netflix. I've been watching a lot of, a, a lot of stuff on Netflix recently, but just... Uh, you know, a lot of horror movies with Halloween having Happy Halloween. I watched Halloween. the new Halloween movie. Was it, how was it? It was very good. Really? Yeah, it's like a direct sequel to the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, it's David Gordon Green. It's the same guy who did um, all these guys. It's like six degrees of like Seth Rogen and mm-hmm. Will Ferrell. Yeah. But um, David Gordon Green did uh, Pineapple Express. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, this Halloween movie was really good. Did you see, uh, I don't know why I'm thinking this now, but I also watched Between Two Ferns, the movie. Uh, we started watching it, but it, we kind of lost interest in it. You didn't, you weren't into it? No, no I'm I'm getting back into Peaky Blinders right now. Have you been watching that? Uh, the other week, uh, based on a recommendation from like 50 people at work, I watched the uh, the first episode. And what'd you think? Uh, really good. 
Yeah, it's like Boardwalk Empire in London. Stupidest name of a show ever, which is probably what turned me off initially. But Right. So do they ever explain why they're called Peaky Blinders? That's just the name of the gang. But why? Well, apparently they have razor blades in their caps. Oh, okay. So that's like an old, like, London. Like, I don't know what they like. Like, you almost need fucking subtitles to watch that show yeah i i, I had a really hard time on the yeah, first episode it's, it's it's very authentic to the vernacular or the or the slang or the language from back then when i, I was sold is you know me and and i know this about you as well but mm. the second i saw sam neill i was like okay i'm sold oh yeah sam yeah. neill's been in like fucking amazing movies man well tom hardy's in it I well you've only like tom hardy's in further season really and i love killian murphy killian murphy's amazing yeah, he's yeah. amazing um yeah, but it's a pretty good show, man. And Adrian Brody's in it. Fucking like, Gus Fergus is in it. Like, yeah, this this cast is amazing, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's really cast. good. So, I, I was at my mom's last night, and mm-hmm. I was talking to her about shows like that. What have you watched? What have you right? Know? And is she, your mom watching a lot of that Netflix stuff? Or? Well, she. This is what I wanted to bring up: is that it, it seems like it's it's going the way of sort of smart TVs and right. uh, apps now, right? I, I really noticed this last night. Like I, I was speaking to my mom and, and she was like, well, I'm thinking of getting rid of Rogers. And if you guys don't know Rogers, like the cable company. Right. Um, it's like getting rid of cable. Yeah, it's, not, so it's getting rid of cable. That's so, really what it is. Yeah. So forty nine ninety five on Amazon. Yeah. She picked up this fire stick mm-hmm. and it has apps on it. So it's got, you know, the global CTV yeah. uh, and like all the big channels, you mm-hmm. know. And it's apps, so when you click on that, you have to sign in. So really, I feel what they're going to start doing is just saying, like, pay for the apps that you want, and then you can watch whatever content you want. Yeah, probably. You know? And I'm not necessarily against that, to be honest. With no, you. me neither. I, like, listen, we we uh, we subscribe to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Crave, yep. which is 20 bucks a month or $22 a month, and mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And and then everything else you can fill in with between, like, between YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, there's all there's Disney Plus that's going to be launching next month. Yeah, with the Mandalorian, what's going to happen now is all these streaming services are going to have like certain content. Yeah, and then certain exclusive content. Well, I don't know if them, you if you've you know? noticed this, but watching network TV now, man, it's shit. It is horrible. The acting is terrible, except yeah. for on channels like AMC, uh, some of the more like the specialty channels, like on on like nbc yeah cbs like those shows man are fucking horrible i don't know if you've watched I, any of them like, i mean honestly i watch not really i watch zero network tv now like jody still watches a lot of crime shows and you know yeah we'll watch like the curse of oak island don't make fun of me <laughs> why because uh, you watch one episode and you get sucked in man that's all i can say you want to know, like, is there something there, you know? Can I can I just switch the gear for a second? Because I did want to mention something. I did watch Terminator Dark Fate recently. Okay. I know the entire plot of this movie, so if you want but to you discuss haven't seen it, it. I haven't seen it, but if you want to discuss it. it I thought this movie was great. Okay, I thought so, it was a very worthy sequel to Terminator 2. Spoiler alert for... Yeah, this is... I'm going to discuss some spoilers here. Okay. Okay. Um, but you didn't see the film, right? Uh, No. Okay, so this is where I don't get how these things work. Like the Terminator franchise, especially Terminator Two, was a very, it's, it's, they're dear movies to me. Yes, I would, I would definitely in my top five films is Terminator Two. Yeah, very formative for me. So like you know Terminator Genesis, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Rise of the Machines. These these were not worthy six you know sequels. not good movies. 
I just didn't think they were particularly good, right? Yeah. This one was good. Okay. This one was a good story. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the most original story. It was kind of a rehash of T2 and T1. Yeah. It was kind of the Force Awakens of this franchise. Total reboot, right? Total. Well, yes and no, okay? The Rev-9 uh, looks cool, man. Rev-9 is a cool idea. Yeah. I thought Diego Luna did a really, really good job playing him. Mm -hmm. um, and there was just these little details that I really appreciated about Tim Miller as a director. Like, you know, like the POV of the Terminator? Yeah. Like from first the first movie and the second yeah. movie? It, it looks a certain way, right? Yeah. And it, <laughs> I, I can't explain it unless I were to show it to you. Like all the red text and yeah, it's but it's like, it's like it's like old timey like computer yeah. booting text. You know, it's, yeah. it's like that was what he looked like, right? Mm -hmm. Or that's what his vision looked like. In in Terminator Salvation and in Terminator Rise of the Machines, they fucked with that. They like yeah. they like that was a bad move. Like yeah. that, that's not good continuity, right? Yeah. So they kept that. I thought that was really cool. The Rev Nine was a cool idea. Um, I thought the whole story was cool, but what was really cool is what they did with, with the T-800, with Arnold's character. Yeah. So if, if I, I'm going to spoil this, okay? Yes, I already know, okay. but okay. Okay, well, you know- We can discuss this. You yes. know the beginning of the movie when, like, they're in Mexico. For John. Yeah, for John. Yeah. But at the, the beginning, what happens is the beginning of the movie opens with, like, some really good CGI yeah. of Sarah Hamilton uh, or as, as Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. So, like, de -aged? Immediately after, no, yeah, well- you wouldn't even know it, man. It looks real. Yeah. And like Ed, Ed Furlong, like Edward Furlong's in it. and They CG'd Edward Furlong onto someone. You remember right? when you saw Tron Legacy? Yes. And you were like, yeah, they did a pretty good job with Jeff Jeff. I didn't Bridges. think they do, did a good job. Well, at the time you said it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, to today's standards, maybe not. But I saw it at that time too. And I was like, that's pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. This is a thousand million times better. It's like, well, it's it's real. It's subtle CGI when they do that, right? It's crazy. But did they actually use Edward Furlong in that scene? No. Fuck. It wasn't, they, it, that makes it crazier, you know? I thought it was supposed to be in the movie, but anyway. So the movie opens with like John Connor dying. Yeah. So they prevent Judgment Day, but somehow Skynet sends one last Terminator back. Is that what you got from it? Yeah. Why did that happen? I don't know. So anyway, the Terminator killed the Terminator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator in the movie mm -hmm. is his name is Carl. Like later on, like thirty yeah. years later, yeah. but he kills John Connor and then goes and just tries to live a life. Yeah, he has no, time. he has no, he has no mission. Anymore. Yeah, yeah he so he, no he just learns to become more human to integrate into society. Mm -hmm. So what happens is he fucking ends up having a family. He like adopts a kid and like is shacking up with this lady and her son and. They don't have a physical relationship, but he just becomes this contributing know, member of society. Yeah, he's he's like he lives in Texas. Mm -hmm. He has a gun collection, and he like he he has a drapery business. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking crazy. Belfort, Carl. Yeah, but it was really interesting when when so so Sarah Connor has gone years of hunting Terminators, and what's happened is that Carl is sending her text messages with coordinates of other Terminators who are coming to, I guess, this timeline mm -hmm. to, and that's what I didn't understand. Did you read the whole script or whatever it was that you? I just read like the synopsis. So he's, so, he's, yeah. he's sending her that, but it's, it's for not. For John, for John. For John, but it's not Skynet that, that's, no, it's not Sky, Skynet, Skynet anymore. It doesn't it's, exist anymore. It's Legion. It's Legion, yeah. So it's almost like, you know what I, I kind of, I thought this was an interesting parallel, but it was kind of like how first it was MySpace and then that went to the wayside and then it was Facebook and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like this evolution of what it was or what the medium was or what, you know, the mm -hmm. AI was. So was Skynet. Then that other future was prevented and it became. So is Legion. there, is there a judgment day again? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's it seems like Judgment Day is inevitable. Like okay. it happens. It's I, I, that's where I kind of got off the the like I I got off this wagon a little bit. I have to watch it again. Like, like that's things that you can't change. I don't know whether I, or not. I, like, I watched it on a cam version on the internet, right? I, so like, <laughs> I gotta go fucking yeah, dude. I know I'm Hungarian, terrible. German initially, and then I found an English one. <laughs> but uh, the action's really really good. The CGI is really really good. The story's really really solid. But the problem is, is no one went to go see this fucking movie. Like, yeah. it, it was critically it critically got seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you this here right now how much money it's made. Okay, Terminator Dark Fate, uh, box office like n- nothing. It's dead now. The franchise, which is so you know, it's terrible. It it's still ma- it still made twenty nine million dollars. What what the fuck? Like that's what it made last week. Here here we go. Box office mojo. It's made two hundred million dollars worldwide. What okay? was the budget? It was one hundred eighty five million dollars. Okay, so, so it's domestic- made a little bit of money, but well. Domestic gross on this was fifty million, forty nine million dollars. The international gross was one hundred one hundred and fifty one million, for a worldwide haul of about one hundred ninety nine million dollars, so about two hundred million bucks. Yeah, Jody and I are gonna go see it, but it was um, good. It was yeah. a good movie. It pissed me off, and this is what I mean: is like it was critically uh, applauded. Yeah, but no one wanted to go see it in the U.S. for whatever reason. It's because they they wrecked it, man. The the you know what I mean? The sort franchise of. was wrecked, sorta. Genesis sunk it. Jai Courtney sunk it. Get the fuck out of here, Jai Courtney. We was, give up on Jai Courtney collectively. Yeah. That's like, you know, on the honest trailer for the last Yeah, thing I know. I just it just it just bugs Stop me. Stop trying that, to make Jai Courtney a thing. It just bugs me that movies like Batman versus Superman critically destroyed. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to go see it. They're no. not making any more of them. No. Like that's all falling apart now. Okay. Yeah, there's it, like DC. What's going on with DC now? I don't know. I saw Joker. Joker was great. But is is there a Superman? Is there like anything in the works? No, they haven't. They haven't reinstated Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they did. Zack Snyder's not doing anything with DC anymore. You saw that Brendan Routh's going to be playing Superman on uh, Legends of Tomorrow, eh? What is Legends of Tomorrow? It's like one of those DC Universe television shows. That but is that horrible. real? Is it like animated? Uh, no, it's like live action. He's going to be playing Superman yeah, in live action. Yeah, so the guy that plays Superman in that universe, uh, it's the kid from Road to Perdition. What's his name? Tyler, uh, I'm not going to remember. It starts with an H. Okay. But anyway, he plays Superman, so Brandon Routh's coming to star as Superman. Okay. As like an, an alternate dimension version of Superman. And I'm sorry, man. I, I know I've said this on the podcast before. Okay. I think Brandon Routh got a bad rap. Like, he I don't was, think he was, he was okay. A, I don't was think he was okay. a bad Superman. Uh, but that movie was shit. <laughs> well, you mean the the Kevin? You could Spacey put anyone one? in that role in that movie, and it was a piece of shit. It was not great. Yeah, it was not great. So what I'm saying is, you shouldn't blame Brandon Routh for being bad. You know, making that movie bad, man. Stalker. He, yeah, he was just man. okay though. I thought it, it was Brian Singer who did that movie. Yeah. Who oddly enough he, is not going to direct anything anymore and, now. Yeah. <laughs> So he, they tried to make that a direct sequel to Superman 2. Okay. And then it was like, people were saying, like, don't you think Lois Lane would have been a bit weirded out if she didn't remember anything but was just pregnant all of a sudden? Uh, yes. So fucked up, Hello. Man. You know, so. Okay, it looks like Henry Cavill is not doing any more Superman. No, because he's going to be doing The Witcher, which looks fucking amazing. The Witcher, Geralt of Rivia, Squadron 42. Okay, what is the, the Witchers are just people who kill witches? Like no. Hansel and Gretel? No. Okay. Witchers are these 
Uh, like Hansel and Gretel. I saw some of that today. So it's like they, terrible movie. They take kids and they subject them to um, like this sorcery? thing called the trial of the grasses. And if they survive, it gives them sort of mutated powers that, that uh, elevate them. They have more strength and kind okay. of these power. Anyway, so they're, they're basically superhuman and they go around and hunt all okay. these monsters that have come through. Uh, but yeah, you should watch it. If if it's done well, you should definitely watch it, man. So when is that coming out on Netflix? Uh, December twentieth. Is the but it's based on a game, right? No, it's based on novels by a Polish author. I can't remember. Have you watched? Have you read the novels? No, but the last game that I played was uh, Witcher three, and it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's just like what, like a walk around and kick ass RPG? Yeah, yeah. You should play it, man. You would love it. Hmm. They're, tra- they're trying to make it the next Game of Thrones. Everything's trying to be the next Game of Thrones. I mean, I'm excited about The Irishman, which is this new Marty Scorsese movie that's going to be on Netflix. Yep. That's coming out on November 27th. So what, what's the premise of that? Uh, I don't know. It's just like some gangster-ass movie. Martin Scorsese doing a gangster movie? <laughs> I know. What? Man, what else has been going on besides movies and witchers and all the rest of this bullshit? Since- I know I know I'm not supposed to talk about my job, but we got we should talk about this because it's pretty funny. What is it? What is it? The fact that there's eight federal buildings now that have fucking bed bugs? Bed bugs, yeah. What happened? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Do you like, have bed bugs? In my house? Yeah. No. Oh, but okay. at my at my building, yes. How did that Confirmed. happen? Confirmed. Uh, I don't know. What, what beds are there in your People, building? Well, they don't it doesn't have to be beds. It can be any surface, like any like, Really? Yeah, so the story is on like the 13th floor of my building, which I won't name. They like this poor lady sat on like an office chair, and you know how they kind of go like down when you sit yeah. on them? I guess like multiple <laughs> bed bugs just like crawled out of this oh, chair. So that's awful. So uh, they have dogs in my building this uh, weekend, uh, bed bug detecting dogs. In my now, what do the dogs do when they see bed bugs? Uh, they'll just sort of say like, they'll, they'll give an indication that there's bed bugs there on that floor. But when you think about it, like they could come in from people's homes. They could come in from. So what dirty ass motherfucker had bed bugs at their house that's, and infected all these government buildings? Well, it's a, it's a misconception that it's because of dirt. It's, um, they're, they're just extremely hard to get rid of. They're like Terminators. So like if they find, if they, yeah, exactly. If they find any bed Too bugs many on my floor, bugs. like man, Terminate them. I'm burning all my clothes that day. I'm no, but how like, do they get to the, like, okay, we got to figure this out. How yeah. do they get to the government building? Um, Just people bringing them from home and then they spread. Yeah, but what creates an environment where you get bed bugs? They, I think they bite and suck blood, to be honest with you. Okay, that's terrible. Yeah. But like, how do you get bed bugs at your house? Uh, I, from other sources, man. They're outside. Like, I don't know. They're probably coming in because of the winter. But how, why is this an issue all of a sudden? You know what I mean? That's weird, man. This is fucking 2019 weird. is the year of the bed bug. Ottawa's a weird city sometimes. We also have mice in our building. So we were, we were, um, planning on training the mice to hunt down the bed bugs. <laughs> so listen to this. How bed bugs get into my home. Okay. They come from other infested areas or from used furniture. Yeah. They can hitch a ride in luggage, purses, backpacks, or other items placed on soft or un- unupholstered surfaces. Yeah. What is the main cause of bed bugs? Uh, many people believe bed bug infestations are caused by filth. Do you? There are many that believe a bed bug infestation is caused by filth, but that is a misconception. These bugs are not drawn to decay. They can live in any environment as long as they have access to their food source. Well, what's their food source? I think it's like blood, man, isn't it? Oh, man, 
Isn't that why they bite you? Like they bite. No, it's uh, are blood eating insects. Oh yeah, they require blood to breed and me- blood meals to survive. <laughs> but unlike mosquitoes, they can't fly to get to their food, and unlike ticks, they don't have the convenience of living on a host. Bed bugs must find another way to get the food they need. So these bugs hide near their food source and wait until it is safe to come out and feed. Ah, this is really disturbing. So like, do you see them? Yeah, like they're big enough to be seen by the the naked eye. Yeah, but like, are at, they swarming around places, or just like one or two of them? No, 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 man. It's it'll be like a cluster of them if if there's an infestation. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if you spend a night in a hotel, motel, or resort, no matter how clean and well kept, be sure to do an inspection for bed bugs. While these are not the only places you'll pick up bed bugs, they are at the top of the list. So they were they were sending around like information, and I think that steam cleaning works against them. Okay, uh, because uh, how about fire? <laughs> yeah, but how about just sending your whole house on fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things, but I'm pretty sure fire. Okay, um, and uh, how about fire? <laughs> well, steam cleaning. This is the thing, right? So if the dogs find anything on our floor, then uh-huh. they're going to steam clean all of the the. Sp- surfaces that they would live in on our floor i guess Mm -hmm. but man like read about what it takes to get rid of them it's it's like hell on earth man apparently it's extremely hard yes it's extremely hard you gotta like wash everything wash like i'd be washing those cushions behind you steam cleaning like the entire house you know it's 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 horrific i don't know did your kids ever get lice um, yeah, they had lice quite a bit. So it's worse than that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Lice is crazy, man. And this is worse. Man, lice was awful. Like yeah. that, that took me like uh, about $1,000 to get rid of. It took you $1,000 yeah. to get I, rid of? I bought sprays, potions. Lotions. Fucking lotions. Tinctures. Dude, I bought like concoctions. <laughs> like just... I saw witch doctor, Papa Shango, whatever the fuck. I saw all, I, I, it was impossible. So then I brought them to this specialist in the East End that like essentially put this. Uh, Spell? Well, it was, it was like a special shampoo and then combed every one of the bugs out of their hair. Yeah, you have to. It was like yeah. an hour and a half for each kid's head. Yeah. And that got rid of it. What about at home though? What did you do with like your pillows and your. Steam, like put everything in like sanitary in the in, in the washing machine. Yeah. And it was fucking brutal, bro. And then it's, and then one of my other kids got lice once, and that was awful. And just, you know, I remember I spent a lot at Shoppers Drug Mart. Like, that's what I mean, man. Shit. You have a clean-ass house. So, yeah. So, like, this whole thing about, like, people being dirty is not true. It's it, weird. You send, basically, you're sending your kids into, like, you know, a lice factory, a, a, <laughs> a sickness, lice factory. sickness factory. You know, school, man. That's like bed bugs could come home in their knapsacks. Listen, like, can I can I ask you a question? Have you taken the fucking LRT yet? No. Okay. I knew you were gonna because you ask you work at Tunnies. Yeah. So I was having a conversation with some engineer friends of mine, and I, I for the life of me, I can't understand what the fuck is going on in this. Okay, give a little background because we do have listeners in the United States and elsewhere. Okay, so here's the story. We live in Ottawa, Ontario, which is the capital of Canada. Yes. The second largest country in the world. We live in the fucking capital. Yes. There's a million people in Ottawa now. Now right? there's a little over a million people. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're a booming city currently. Yes. Um, and one of the signs of a booming city is that you get a subway or a train. Mm-hmm. And 
what they did, and this has been in the works for like fucking 10, 15 years, is they finally completed LRT, which is light, light rail, light rail transportation. Yeah. And uh, it was a, like a year delayed. <laughs> it was supposed to open last yes. year. Yes. So many delays. So many delays. Finally opens. And now all the, all I hear is fucking all this bullshit about LRT and how awful it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, doors getting stuck, delays, trains breaking down. This is the other thing. Yeah. And I'm going, is this all just being like sensationalized by the media? Because my kids have been taking LRT for like since it opened or since it started. And they only had their first problem on Friday. There was a delay with the train, which is bound to happen. Right? Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't know that if you talk to like these fucking transportation commissioners. No, the, yeah. The yeah, citizen, six months. The and, citizen commissioners or whatever, yeah. or, or, or or some of the riders, right? Like there's some kinks to work out, sure. Yeah. But I uh, think the problem, like the main problem, we were talking about this last night, the main problem is that they ditched a whole bunch of, of routes. buses. Yes, and right. buses. So they, right. they removed a bunch of buses and routes off the road, thinking that the LRT would uh help people like you know would replace a lot of them because they're huge and they come every well they're supposed to come every five minutes right right but that's not what happened like they because of these delays that are happening you get these platforms that are ultra full and that's what people are complaining about like the you know this okay this is so fucking stupid so in other words they flipped the switch on LRT yep okay and they removed all these buses at the same time, and now they're just bringing the buses back to reduce congestion. I think they're. Why bringing, wouldn't they have just kept those buses in circulation running until in, it, while LRT worked at the kinks after like four or five or six months? Yeah. So that people weren't at least fucking on Twitter berating the city, and this is it's it's so it's, stupid. It's the same answer as as every other thing like this. It's cost savings, right? It's cost savings, but it's not customer centric at all. No. So. No. So okay. So that's really what it is. Is like, but that that's the thing, man. When you're talking about public transportation, like people rely on it, right? So they're kind of at the behest of whatever the fuck they want to do, mm-hmm. right? It's not like people complain complain all they want, but they're like, "This is what you got now. Deal with it." You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the city is all over them. So like Jim Watson, who is the mayor of yeah, Ottawa, but that's such bullshit. Yeah, though. It's yeah, like it's yeah. like I'm outraged. Yeah. I'm furious. Oh yeah, I'm sure you're really furious. You're really. But the, you know what I mean. You're you know what I mean in that there's not much that like you or, or I could do about the fact that they, you know, bungled that a little bit. Well, okay, yeah, but I mean, aren't these things notorious? Like notorious to get off the like it's, they're difficult projects to yeah. get off the ground. Like I was talking to my friend Trevor, mm-hmm. who's an engineer. Most of my friends are engineers, and they're just like fuck, like. Think about the size and scale of this thing. Yeah. It's huge. Huge. It's, it's a huge project. Yeah. And and it, the threshold is that it's got to be operable 97% of the time, which it is. Mm-hmm. There's been like 53 or 57 incidents and like countless number of thousands of train trips. Yeah. Um, no problems. You know? No problems, but it seems people are pissed off with crowded platforms and – yeah. With no buses to support the train thing, they're just concentrating all these people on trains that don't work. Do you know uh, people that take public transportation? Well, besides my kids, like yeah, yeah a few people. Like it's convenient to get downtown just for their work bus. commute, yeah. though. Uh, two or three people, yeah. What do they think about it? Well, they they bitch about it a lot. Like yeah. it's you know, yeah. Like I get like you don't want 
as many buses on the road with the train, right? I think the other thing too is there's a lot of people that were affected by it with the removal of buses so that their, their commute actually ended up longer because they ended up having to take another bus to get to another bus to get to the LRT. Right. You know? So I don't know, man. It's, you know, you're never going to be able to make everybody happy. No, but I just feel like the way that they did this was, like, I don't actually think there's an issue with the train. Yeah. I think there's some kinks to be worked out with the train. I don't think there's anything fundamentally brutal. There should the be train. an option. If the train's not, if there's an issue with the train, there should yeah. be an option. Yeah, you. but like what they don't do is they don't treat them like customers, right? Like yeah. they don't, like it's not, I don't know, man. This city's fucked up in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know how this is all going to work out. All I just find funny is that like Watson's like furious about this. Jai Mancone, who's the who's the, the, the head of OC Transpo. Yeah is like on the defensive about this city mm-hmm. councilors who want to be mayor are, are posturing over this bullshit. It's just yeah. like such like Sean Menard, who's the cat, the counselor for the Glebe. It's a central Ottawa neighborhood. Yeah. All he's been doing is criticizing the mayor, his fellow council well, members, the, the, I lands think, down fucking. Oh my God. I think what people have to remember though, is the, the traffic in this city is mostly generated from people coming into the center from right. the suburbs, right? Right. So once phase two and these final phases go into play, I think that's when people will start seeing a real benefit. Like, I got to tell you, man, since it came on, like, it's not affecting me at all. Okay. Traffic is still the, the exact same, you know? Is it? Yeah. So it, it's a situation where once people are able to catch it in, like, Canada or Orleans or Barhaven, then I think people really start to appreciate it. But before that, like, at least give people an option, man. Wow. There's people, like, that's their sole way of getting around, you know? You can't, you can't really fuck around with that, you know? Huh. If you're, if you're a decent, you know, sort of ethical entity, you can't fuck with people's ability to get around the city man like right you should be doing your best for them you know right. senior citizens uh a lot of people with with disabilities use the bus system a lot of you know what i mean like right i, I think it's horrible because it affects them obviously it affects people going to work like you know that's people's livelihood it sucks man you know it's fucked up man it is fucked up i kind of there's a lot of there's in a lot of ways i kind of feel like the city is like just they just look for something to bitch about people who live here. There are a lot of people that bitch about shit, man. But and also the media has nothing to report on, right? Like it's yeah. like they're like, oh, "Well, everything's yeah. a disaster." So an <laughs> and then that makes people feel good to read that and be like, "Oh, it's fucking awful." And it's like it's this never-ending cycle. Why of, does that happen? Why do people feel good about like, "Oh, this sucks"? They like to read about misfortune and mismanagement and things that they can get outraged and pissed off about and like to feel better about themselves. Yeah, it's fucked up. I would have done a way better job. <laughs> like, no, or it's just like, this is unfair. I should be outraged about this. It's like, you got a fucking wicked new train. Like, yeah. what are you, crazy? Yeah. Fuck. I, th- I think, it, and I think they, they're supposed to show up every five minutes, man. So <sighs> once, you know what I mean? It's like growing pains, but at the same time, I agree with you, man. They shouldn't have really fucked with like, you know, Todd, it's fucking hot as tits in here. I mean, what the hell's going on? Here, here? let me flip this switch. Jesus Christ, it's fucking hot as hell. Hot as hell. Why did we not put that on earlier? I don't know. It is very hot in here. I'm sorry, man. It feels like a fucking convection oven in here. I'm sorry, fuck. There, it's going to circulate some fucking air for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that good? Oh, my Jesus. Thank you, God. Chris is having an orgasm. Having a fucking hot flash. I feel like I'm going through menopause. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So what else, man? We're at uh, 47 minutes here. 
What else <sighs> happened, dude? I mean, like fucking Trump. What's going on, man? Impeachment. Who gives a, who gives a shit? I don't. Give You're a sick fuck of it. That. You're sick yeah. of it. Oh now? well, the election happened. Our election happened. Yes. Okay. So opinions. Nah. You know what? I actually don't care. Could have called that a like. You know. I I I I do not like Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Um, I just think the whole thing is ridiculous. Andrew Shear, you like Andrew Shear? I did like Andrew Shear. Mm-hmm. I did like Elizabeth May. I, yeah. I liked everybody but Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone, everyone was saying, and and I I kind of have to agree, man. Like uh, Jagmeet Singh did pretty good. Like, well, not seemed, really. He lost. No, he, I know he, he lost, lost half a seat. But I mean, in like the debates, I'm talking about. Yeah, like, in the debates, yeah. But he yeah. lost half a seat, so I he know, did not do good in that. Capacity. Well, I I just feel like if people voted solely based on personalities or, or sure I, I just think he he seemed like a really stand-up guy versus like everyone else. like did you watch did you watch the the debates at all i did holy shit man. yeah he was he was pretty formidable like yeah. he was he he held his own for sure I, it's just i guess you know with the ndp it's cost right that everyone's it's- worried about like the programs and <laughs> Yeah, not to get too political, but like it was, it was weird. It, it was. I, I found the whole fucking thing. I, I just know. got really annoyed, and I couldn't watch any of it anymore because it's like you know I couldn't understand what people were saying. You're like talking over each other, and like I'm uh, just glad it's over, man. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be like a government that they keep together for a long period of time, but I'm just kind of glad it's over. Well, I mean, it, like you could have called the minority government, you know, yeah, last year. <laughs> so. you, know, you know, okay, this is the last thing I want to say before yeah. we wrap it up. Yeah. But the one thing that I'm really annoyed about right now is mm-hmm. how many people are like, 50 centimeters of snow is on the way. Fuck. Snowpocalypse is on the way. So. You know what? I've already got seasonal disaffective disorder. Fuck you. This is, okay. I think, all right. And if you guys are listening, God. please tell me if you agree. Okay. Okay. I only want to know if there's a fucking blizzard coming. <laughs> Shut up about your stupid polar vortex. I don't give a fuck if 10 centimeters are falling. <laughs> don't make it like a special weather statement. You know how they, have you noticed they've started doing that? Uh, it's, it's, they make, again, it's it's bullshit media. It's just them trying to like do something sensational. This like, media get clicks. fucking blow, man. Like yeah, I know. Special it's, weather statement. Five centimeters. Can you assholes just be objective and unemotional and not be profit motivated? How about it's going to snow today? You know? Ugh, God. Like You know what? The media is is like, I got to tell you. I'm a capitalist, but I'm not a capitalist when it comes to the media. They're fucking terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. This profit motivation to report the news yeah. is like, this is how they make, they make everything like, like fucking, you know, what's the, what's the wrestling match? You know, like the big, like not, you know, what's WWE? Like, no, but it's like the thing they have every year. WrestleMania. Like, WrestleMania, like every, yeah. like every, every news item is like a WrestleMania. Yeah. Like dog caught in tree. Oh my, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> Cat on a roof. Yeah. Oh no. You know, and LRT just busting down consider two billion dollar boondoggle. Yeah. Mayor Watson furious. John Mancone losing his like it's just like everything is sensational. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Oh, you know what I did watch recently? Mm. Um, and that brought it up was uh Spotlight. You watch that? No, what is that? It's uh, the story of the reporters for the Boston Globe who broke the uh, priest scandal in Boston. Oh, is that on Netflix? Uh, it is on Netflix. What's it called? Uh, Spotlight. You should watch it. Ooh, Leave Schreiber. Totally watch that, yeah. Leave Schreiber. Uh, Leave Schreiber. Yeah. Love yeah. him. Uh, Ray Donovan? Love him. Yeah, Ray Donovan. Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, this sounds great. Rachel McAdams. And is it a Netflix movie? 
No, it's uh, it actually did it win Oscars? I think it won an Academy Award, but you should watch it, man. It's pretty fascinating. Like, and if it's true, I mean, it says based on true events. If it's true, man, I'm super disturbed because mm-hmm. they talk about like how that that behavior has been profiled, and it's like six percent of all priests worldwide. Oh, really? Are 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 predators? display this behavior and if that's true man crazy so at the end you know they put the text on and that's like and this is what happened to the characters you know they do that in the movies i guess it was 249 priests man oh my god that, Dude, that's that, crazy. that these these reporters sort of exposed and investigated that's nuts that's evil that's nuts man you know i'm gonna totally add this to my things that i want to watch yeah I don't even know why I watched it like the other night. I was just, you know, when you get this, this feeling of like, you know what? I don't want to watch a Marvel movie right now. Like, give me some, some content. Something medium, you know? substantial. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Okay, I'm going to totally take this advice, Todd. Thank you. I watched, you know, I, and I love, you know, speaking of media, I, I do love newspaper movies, man. Really? Yeah. yeah I What's love your them. favorite newspaper movie? Uh, what was that one? All the President's Men. Is that? Oh yeah, that was a great movie. Uh, I love I love that atmosphere, you know, like where, oh my God, we're gonna break this story, you know, <laughs> the the research and the investigation that they do. I love that shit. I'm gonna uh, totally watch the Spotlight movie, dude. Thank yeah, you for the tip. I've been watching uh, quite a few movies of late, so I'm gonna totally check this out. Um, okay, well we should wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so are we doing this next week, or are we doing it every two weeks now? Um, I think to spare my wife the <laughs> loudness, the loudness we should do every two weeks. Okay, and uh, that'll give us time to sort of um, get more content or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Are you going to post this tonight so that people yeah. get off our asses? Yeah, yeah, I'll post this tonight. And also, like, should we start doing Facebook stuff? I'm, I'm not on Facebook anymore or anything. I will. I can. I can stick handle that. No problem. Okay. Yeah. So we can talk about that like later. I'll post this and uh, yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Sorry about the delay. We're yeah. getting back into this. We do appreciate it. And go fuck yourself. Also go <laughs> fuck yourselves. <laughs> All right. Later. Later.